A possible strike of grocery workers has likely been averted. A proposed deal between the United Food and Commercial Workers and Ralph's, Albertsons, and Vons is likely to pass, preventing a strike that has already been authorized by union members. The deal includes staggered pay increases as well as improved benefits. About 47,000 union members are casting their ballots to approve the contract, which will last for three years. For the San Diego Union Tribune, I'm Daniel Wheaton, and this is your San Diego News Fix. To get a deeper understanding of what's going on with this agreement that may or may not pass, we have reporters Phil Molnar and Brittany Miling. So, Phil, can you recap this controversy that's been going on with the grocery workers? Yeah, so the union that represents a huge number of grocery workers in Southern California, close to 50,000, has for a few months now been in negotiations with some rather big companies, Kroger, which owns Ralph's, and then the Albertson companies, which is uh, Vons and Albertsons. And basically, the workers were seeking um, typical things you might imagine, uh, good benefits and also a pay raise. Mm -hmm. So they didn't like what the company originally had offered, which is somewhat common in union negotiations. You know, the first offer out from the companies is always going to suck. And then, you know, the the workers are going to say, we want this much stuff. And then the companies are going to say, no, 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 no. So um, basically, the negotiations by, from what we hear from union leadership mainly, were not really going that well. Yeah. Eventually leading to them doing a strike authorization vote which isn't as cool as it sounds. It basically just means that they may or may not strike in a few months. It's like but, the first threat, basically. Yeah, right? the first the first throwdown. So basically, yeah, they voted yes to authorize a strike authorization. So we're kind of waiting. Deadline's coming up. And then finally, you know, it's leading up to like this week, this weekend. And we're trying to figure out, is this going to be a massive strike? You mm-hmm. know, because it's going to like dominate a lot of news in our paper. It's going to affect a ton of workers. It's going to affect the community. Um, not saying those are bad things, but it would just have a really big impact. And this all kind of harkens back to like 2003 when there was this huge strike in Southern California grocery workers using mm-hmm. the same union, everything that lasted for four and a half months. So we all kind of got that in the back of our mind. And also in 2011, they came real close, Mm -hmm. but didn't. Yeah. So luckily um, for maybe my own sanity and our reporter sanity here at the Union Tribune, um, yeah, actually the uh, strike's averted. Yeah, and not to mention the people would be affected if, you know, there wasn't as many people working in groceries. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, and, um, you know, so strike's actually officially not, Averted yet? Um, the the union leadership has recommended that they accept this new contract. The workers seem pretty keen on it, and by the sound of things, it looks like it's gearing up to pass. They'd have a new agreement. And uh, Brittany, you spoke to some of the workers who mm-hmm. would have possibly been striking if things went a different direction. What were they saying? Um, everyone I talked to seemed like um, they were really prepared to go on strike if it came to that. Um, but most of them had been around the first the first big strike in 2003, mm-hmm. and they were all a little bit scarred by it. So that everyone was was um, very relieved that it wasn't going to come to that. At least it, it looks like it's not going to come to that. Mm-hmm. They were they expressed that they were really happy with union leadership. The guy that's in charge there, the president, he just took over in two, 2018, and everyone said that he seemed like he was a lot more on their side uh, this time around, um, and 
So yeah, they they liked the terms of the contract. They they got both the the wage increases and they got more support for their pension and their health care. So the vibe I got when I was wa- you know walking through talking to everyone is everyone seemed really happy. Mm-hmm. And can you explain in more detail those key things that were gre- agreed upon that kind of changed the direction of this negotiation? Yeah. So. It's a three-year contract, and they're getting a, a bump to their wages of between a dollar fifty-five to a dollar sixty-five, depending on what job you know they're working, mm-hmm. and that's spread out over three years. So it's like a fifty to fifty-five uh, cent bump every year, and then they're also getting um, a little bit more of the employer contribution to their pension and to their health care. Mm-hmm. Those are some big victories. Mm-hmm. And uh, Phil, when you were reporting this story, you obviously asked some people what would be the economic impacts if a strike, which could still happen, happened. Can you kind of characterize what would happen if that did come to case? Yeah. So one of the biggest things coming out of 2003 was that there was a real growth in non-union grocers. Uh, You had Trader Joe's starting to make some headway, Costco starting to be a force to be reckoned with. So a lot of these non-union grocers, uh, which we see all over the place, have been kind of eating away at that market share of Ralph's, Elberson, Vons. So the fear was, in some circles, if they strike, if the workers strike, this could have a big impact on the future of grocery here in Southern California, Mm -hmm. just because, you know, one of the things we started to see a change in habits in the early 2000s about, you know, people starting to check out Trader Joe's. Um, I don't know if Aldi was here yet, but like stuff like that. And then we've started to see that even more happen. We've seen um, Asian theme markets like 99 Ranch Market take off. Then there's the Mexican grocers, which a lot of them have different names, but uh, they're all over the place. And it just seems like there's more options than ever if you're looking for food in Southern California. You don't necessarily need to go to Vons or Ralph's like we're used to. So that was one of the big concerns. Mm-hmm. This might happen. Um, there is a lot of analysts, and it kind of goes back and forth. I'll say most analysts say that because of that strike in 2003, those three main stores lost a lot of market share. Albertson Vaughn still has the most locations of grocery stores in mm-hmm. San Diego County. So that's they're, they're still a pretty big force to be reckoned with. Um, but... You know, what I was going to say before about uh, the 2003 strike is what we hear from a lot of analysts is that there was this gigantic amount of market share lost in these places mm-hmm. uh, because they went on strike and people in Southern California had to find new places to shop. That's the narrative I keep hearing. But I would kind of argue, and just from my own personal experience, it seemed a lot like that trend was already happening anyways. Mm -hmm. Like I think about where I was during that strike and it was like people were already starting to check out these other new markets and all this other kind of stuff. So sometimes I'm a little skeptical just I'll get, I'm totally in control for saying this, but sometimes I'm skeptical that the unions lost is all this market share just because they went on strike for a few months. Mm -hmm. Um, So, but having said that, there's a very real competition, especially from Costco. Costco is like the biggest seller of meat in all of Southern California. That sounds right. So, like, that's they and and, and even something they've got some other crazy statistics for one of the biggest amount of sellers of baked goods as well. So, I mean, the competition's there, and, and these are non-union know, stores, and they're right? all Costco, non-union Walmart. stores. I mean. Sometimes um, one of the th- interesting things coming out of this agreement is that Vons, Alberts, and Ralphs, they, they are actually getting a, a pretty good raise. Uh, 
They're going to have a pension, which is so rare nowadays, mm-hmm. anywhere. And they got some more money from their employer to pay for health care benefits. Now, they don't get paid a ton of money. It's not like we should all quit our jobs and go work for Ralph's. Yeah, these are like, at most, like $14, $15 an hour jobs, right? Yeah, around there, around there. And, um, you know, or a little bit higher. But, yeah, so they're not super high paying. But it's it's kind of remarkable because these these type of jobs don't pay well. They don't have these kind of benefits. But for this, the workers in this union um, putting on a fight this time has actually been a big victory. And a lot of analysts that look at it say, yeah, not only did they get a raise, Brittany was mentioned, not only did they get a raise, but they got extra money every paycheck for their health care and pension, which is kind of huge. Mm-hmm. And so now what are the uh, formal steps that have to be taken to kind of finalize this agreement and finally put all of these worries about a strike to rest? So there are several um, chapters. I guess they don't call it chapters, but that's that's how I think of them, of, of the union. And they're voting today, um, uh, Wednesday, and no, it's today, Tuesday, and Wednesday. And then I guess we should know Thursday the result of, mm-hmm. of the vote. They, they believe it will pass, right? Right. The union is, is recommending that. And so far, all of the, the workers we've talked to are all in, in favor of the contract. So it, it seems like this uh, kind of the grocery landscape in San Diego County is different from like the rest of the country, which is dominated by, you know, Walmart and companies like that. So what is the landscape truly currently in San Diego County? Well, the it's still dominated by the big three that we've been talking about. But we have seen Trader Joe's adding more. Uh, a different, couple other stories, but one of the things that's going to be changing the industry that a lot of people are looking forward to in the next, good or bad, they're looking towards it happening in the next few years, is this sort of mobile order of your groceries mm-hmm. and this click and connect thing. So on one hand, there's these things where you can go online to click and buy your groceries, and then you just go to the store and pick it up. On the other hand, you've got like Whole Foods, which is doing like uh, through Amazon a delivery of foods. And now even last week, um, one of the top heads of Walmart is saying that that's going to be another big push too, to actually get to a point where you can buy your groceries at Walmart and get them shipped to you. Yeah. So this actually, it's from a business perspective for Ralph's Fonz Albertsons, to get this agreement now and get this out of the way is a good thing because it just seems like there's a lot of innovation coming and those grocery stores don't need to be fighting with their workers. They need this worker retention and mm-hmm. this very low unemployment rate uh, environment and they need to be on the ball with all these new changes happening. And, uh, you know, mm-hmm. there we go. All right. Phil Molnar, Brittany Miley, thank you both so much. Thank you. Thank you. In other business news, Zillow wants to buy your home. It's called the Zillow Offers Program, and instead of having a realtor, it charges a convenience fee and Zillow handles the cleaning, repairs, and showings. It's slightly more expensive than what is typically given to a real estate agent, however. The way the program works is homeowners can go onto Zillow's website and answer a few questions about the condition of their home. Within two days, a seller could get a no-obligation offer. If it's acceptable, the seller can pick a closing date within 5-90 to days of accepting the offer. Thanks for listening to the San Diego News Fix, which goes live weekdays at 5 p.m. You can also listen to Hot Lava, our Padres podcast. Union Tribune sports editor Jay Posner and baseball beat writer Kevin Acey talk about the team's ups and downs, comings, and goings. Look for it on your podcast app or go to uniontrib.com slash hotlava. Until next time. <laughs>